0: Service. What is up, listeners? Welcome back to another episode of the Full Service Podcast. I am Tank Smith, your host. Today is episode 36. Thanks for being here. Shout out to my guest from last week, Chantelle Etoile. Chantelle, thanks for coming on the podcast. Listeners, if you have not given her a follow on Instagram, on Twitter, what are you doing? You can follow her at Chantel underscore Etoile. I have links to all her social media in the lipson page. As well as links to our social media. Ooh boy, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Full Service Pod. My personal Instagram and Twitter at Tank Funkadelic. Today, I'm excited. I'm excited for this interview. My guest is Oakland-based escort Lilia Moore. We uh, we actually recorded this, I guess, like right at the beginning of March. So it was like before uh, before Corona was a thing, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but no this is, a, this is a great interview um lily started working outside transition to inside fucking tours the world it's dope uh we talk about consent we fucking we talk about the future i'm, ex- I'm excited <laughs> you could follow lily on instagram at lilyamorexoxo. i have links to her instagram in the lips page so make sure you go to the lips page give her a follow if you enjoy the podcast, if you like the podcast, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. That would be amazing. If you could give us a rating, perhaps write us a review, that'd be beautiful. We could be friends. That'd be amazing. We're, uh, we're still only 36, 30, only 36 episodes in. Are we a new podcast? Who knows? But reviews definitely help for visibility. That would be great. But no, episode 36 is here. It's coming. Oh boy, I'm excited. (laughs) Sit back, relax. I hope you enjoy my interview with Lillian Moore. Thanks. What is up, listeners? It is Tank Smith. We're back. I'm excited for this interview today. So fucking excited. My guest today, Lily. thanks for being on the podcast.
1: Hey, it's good to be here.
0: Hell yeah. I'm glad we could set it up. It's uh, not many not many interviews where you like contact because I think I hit you up like originally like in like, October uh-huh. and now we're now it's February this is crazy it's happening It's, it's March oh shit it's March <laughs> whoa <laughs> listeners I don't even know what it is it's fucking March hell yeah <laughs> but no I'm glad we're able to make this happen
1: yeah
0: fuck okay, yeah how uh how long are you in uh we're listeners we're in Atlanta how long are you in Atlanta for
1: um it really depends on how well it goes so probably just like. Three days, maybe four.
0: Okay, sweet, sweet. You seeing any sights while you're here? You gonna
1: see the city at all? I mean, is there something I should see? <sighs>
0: I don't know. There's a lot. Of, I mean, there's food. There's food. There's a. Uh, I mean,
1: once you've seen one city, you've seen them all.
0: Damn! I feel like I really just bombed that answer. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what's there to do with the city you live in? Oh, well, there's there's traffic. Um, exactly. If you try to go see anything, it's going to take longer than you expected.
1: Just eat good food and uh, leave.
0: So <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. That's that sounds like a good itinerary. Fuck yeah. <laughs> where uh, where are you from, originally?
1: Uh California.
0: California. Nice. Yeah, nice. Bay Area. Sweet. I went, I went once. I went like 2010. What part? Uh, I was in San Francisco. Oh, gross. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, the hills.
1: I don't like the city.
0: I've got them hills out there.
1: Yeah, it's just too many people.
0: How do you even afford to live out there, though? You can't even...
1: Um. Yeah, you, do, you live with like 10 people. Yeah. Or you do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you don't live in San Francisco. Yeah,
0: you can't live in... No.
1: Mm-mm, no, I live in Oakland.
0: Oh, okay, sweet. How's, yeah. how's Oakland?
1: Um... I mean, gentrified. Okay. Like all cities these days. Just like Atlanta, Atlanta. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I live in a cheap part, so. Okay, hell yeah. I like
0: it. Sweet. I know you said you're on a like a cross country tour right now. Where, uh, where you, where's what's your what's what's the stops? Where, uh, where'd you just come from?
1: I just came from New Orleans.
0: New Orleans, how was that?
1: Um, the food was
0: good. (laughs) (laughs) Were you there during Mardi Gras?
1: I was not. Okay. I didn't realize that was happening. Okay. Yeah. There's like hella tourists there though.
0: Oh, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, it was gross. It was gross? Yeah. I mean, I think tourists are gross. <laughs> I feel like yeah. there's travelers and there's tourists. Like, tourists just go to like consume a place. That's and true. And travelers go to like learn and yeah. meet new people, get experiences. You gotta
0: have that experience.
1: They don't go like consume shit and like. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's all about experiences. It is. So I feel like we just. Yeah. You're just like, oh, we had this, like, we just ate at this restaurant. Like, yeah, you know, you gotta explore. Or they'll put
1: their money into, like, places that are not, like, locals. Like, yeah. they're not putting their money locally.
0: Yeah, they're they're going to some chain shit.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, you can't be doing that. You gotta, yeah. go, you gotta go find out what's up underneath the bar that you thought was a cool bar. There's something up under there. Go find, <laughs> go find out what's up. Yeah. It'll be fun. You'll have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Where are you headed uh, after Atlanta? Well,
1: so I'm going to go to... D.C., Philly, New York, Boston, probably over Chicago. And I don't know if I'm going to stop somewhere on the way to D.C. I was thinking maybe North Carolina. Ooh, hit
0: up North Carolina. Fucking <laughs> hit up Raleigh, Charlotte. There's some good cities.
1: Uh, I thought about Charlotte. Okay, yeah. Maybe.
0: Charlotte would we'll be a good time. I like Charlotte.
1: <laughs> Never been.
0: Hell yeah. But you got to go through Raleigh pretty much anyway, though.
1: Do you?
0: Sort of. You can go through Raleigh and then hit 95 and go straight up and it's like. Okay. Maybe like four hours from Raleigh. I used to go a lot when I was up there.
1: Yeah, I would just do like a day or two.
0: Fuck yeah! How uh, how long have you been uh, doing sex work?
1: So like, I'll say this the way I've been doing it now. Okay. On well, I'll say I started outside, so on and off for about ten years. Okay. Um, although, but when I was like a teenager, I would have like boys would like pay me money to go to the family bathroom and like grope me. So I feel like that counts.
0: Damn that counts. Hell yeah. Yeah,
1: and I was like thirteen, so
0: Okay, are these other these these are other thirteen year olds, right? They were like yeah, they were like teenagers. Okay, well that's good. Yeah, that's... for sure. No. <laughs>
1: it was like all like under underage and we were un- we were all children together. Well oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that counts, but like this form I would say since I've been about twenty. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah. Hell
0: yeah. Would you remember the first time you think you like heard of sex work? Can you think of a first time?
1: I mean, didn't we all kind of just grow up with like really problematic narratives of it? Yeah. (laughs) It'd be like the, like all the sex workers in the media always like had a pimp or they always had like a cigarette hanging out of their mouth and they were like really trashy. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I would say since I was like a kid.
0: How do you, how do you think you got into it? Like uh, initially?
1: Uh, I was homeless. Okay. I was living on the streets and I wanted to go back to school. And like working for 10 bucks an hour was not cutting it.
0: It does that. It does that.
1: And I was like all these men want to fuck me anyway, so I should get paid for it.
0: Did you know any people, other people that were also working as well or are you kind of go into this like I don't know anything, I'm just going to see what happens or what like
1: Um I did meet some other like uh, providers on the street and they taught me like basically taught me the game. As well. Yeah. And they taught me like you know like how to do it like outside, like how to walk the blade. Yeah and how to do, like, heart dates and stuff.
0: Starting, like, outside, right? Mm-hmm. What Did you have any expectations going in of what that would be like? Or are you kind of going in, like, I know you said you had people that kind of, like, kind of, like, told you what was up. Did mm-hmm. you have any expectations of what the job would be, like, before you actually started?
1: Um, I thought I would meet, like, a different type of client. Like, I didn't think the clients were going to be such trashy assholes. Yeah. So I think I expected the clientele to be, like... I don't know why yeah. that certain clientele would be driving down the blade, but yeah. So I think I just expected the clientele to be different.
0: Okay, was there is there like advertising kind of like like on working outside? Is there like a lot of advertising involved? Are you kind of like almost just like seeing people as they come like like on the street kind of thing? Or how
1: you're just like walking down the street or hanging out, literally yeah. like hanging out on a corner. I know that's like cliche, but yeah. Like if you and if you drive down, you'll see like clusters. Of women. Okay. And then guys walking up and down.
0: Okay, so... Okay.
1: I mean, the guys will, like, pull up in their cars, but then the guys walking up and down are usually, like, like selling drugs or oh, something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Is it... Because I know you're, like, well, like in terms of, like, screening and stuff initially like that, is it almost just, like, based on what they say on how you're screening somebody?
1: I mean, so that was back when I was really young. Okay. I usually don't tell people that. Um, yeah. So I would say back then I had really bad boundaries, and I didn't do screening, and... Okay. It was a lot more like unsafe. I feel like I learned all that? Yeah. as I kind of transformed into the sex worker I am today. Oh yeah. Yeah, but that was all like a learning experience. It was things I had to figure out. Yeah. Um so yeah, there wasn't really screening. You kind of just agreed upon a price and hopped in their car.
0: Okay. How was your transition from like working outside to working inside?
1: I actually had somebody tell me about some of the online websites, and then we they were like, do you want to go in on a room together? Oh, sweet. And I was like, sure. So back then, we started out at like, you know, like Motel 6 type. Now I stay in like nicer. Yeah. I spend like $200 a night on a hotel. But back then, we just like shared, and we just started working out of these like little Bay Area hotels, and just kind of like grew from there.
0: Fuck yeah. What do you think, when you when you initially started, what do you think your biggest challenge was? Do you have a biggest challenge when you started out?
1: Knowing boundaries. Okay. Knowing that it was okay to have boundaries or how to set them. Yeah. Like, I think that was really challenging because I had to, like, figure that out, which... It's kind of like the same in, like, social work. Okay. So, like, I worked in social work for a while. Okay. Yeah. And you had to learn, like, boundaries and you had to learn, like, not to take anything personal by your clients. Yeah. Like... If something happens, if they say something, don't take it personally. Yeah. So I feel like those are both, like, things that are really challenging that you constantly have to work on.
0: It's just, like, a learning process, the whole thing. Like, everything you do, I feel like you're constantly, like, getting better at it as you do it longer, and you just learn, learn as you go on. Oh, okay, I can do this thing now. I can do this thing. I don't have to do this other thing. And it's just... Yeah. What, uh... Do you feel like there was a waiver period when you started where you, like, weren't good at it at
1: all? Like, good at sex? Yeah, I feel well. Like not oh, even, soon, but 18. just
0: like, <laughs> I feel like the longer you do something, you know, ultimately I feel like the better you get at it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so like one thing now is that uh, people say like they think I'm really bubbly and like fun to talk to, and I feel like I was really awkward in the beginning. Like I would just oh, be like, okay. like I was just kind of like, it was just hella awkward. I didn't know how to do it or talk yeah. to them. I was just like, so it just felt very like, I guess like forced. Oh, okay. And now it feels much more, like, Like, transactional? We're having, yeah. Okay. And now it's, like, you know, there's, like, a flow, and it's fun, and I have regulars, and yeah. now there's, like, review sites and stuff, so. Okay. Now it feels a lot different. So I think, yeah, there definitely was, like, a period where it was just, like, this awkward.
0: Small talk can be hard sometimes when you're like, uh, what is, okay, the weather, hey, you know like,
1: what? we're about to have sex, what do we talk about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Do, uh, do people close to you know in your life? Like, are you able to talk to people about, uh, like, working?
1: Oh, absolutely. I'll even tell, like, if I'm going to, like, get coffee, and I'll be like, oh, I just rolled into town for travel for work. They're like, or my tattoo artist. They're like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm a sex worker. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then my brother, I have a twin. Oh, really? Um, yeah. You got
0: a twin out with us? your first twin on the podcast. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> he lives in Portland, and I, you know, I tell him, I tell my best friend. I They like to hear my stories. Yeah. Because sometimes they're just, like, funny. And and if I have, like, a really bad day or I'm stressed out, yeah, talk to them. I'm very open about it.
0: Do you feel like it's beneficial to have somebody to talk to you?
1: Absolutely. I feel like if you have to hide it, then maybe you probably shouldn't be doing it. I mean, obviously, like, don't tell certain people. Yeah. You know, don't tell, like, hotel staff or somebody who works at a place <laughs> or something. <laughs> but, like...
0: Hello, police officer? I oh, do <laughs> t- I like to tell secrets. There you go. <laughs> what? What? Why am I in handcuffs? Fuck. Oh, I shouldn't have said that.
1: But I feel like it's already kind of stressful. Like, it has its own stresses. So, hiding it and hiding it from your loved ones. Yeah. You know? And then it also is an opportunity for you to talk to them about it. Like, what, like, sex work actually means and, you know...
0: Because I feel like the more you talk to people that like almost have like a negative perception or don't even have any perception. If you talk to them and they're like, Oh wow, I didn't even realize this is what that was. And their perception has just changed mm-hmm. just by you talking to them and yeah. seeing it like as a positive thing as opposed to almost just like even not having an opinion or seeing it as negative. You're like, Oh wow. I, I thought I just, I just met somebody. They just told me about what they do. I, like, I had no idea that's what sex work was. I have, a, I have a different opinion on it now.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Everyone always thinks that it's just like men. Well, one, it's not obviously not just, It's not just heterosexual and it's obviously not just female providers, male clients, but in people I think often think it's just, it's just like men cheated on their wives with young females or something. And that's totally not it at all.
0: Yeah. Listeners, I don't even have a wife, so, um, work it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, And some people are like disabled or like, um, or maybe just like fresh out of a relationship, stuff like that. Or sometimes people are just trying to like, they're virgins and they just like, don't. You know, they just want to like have sex. Sometimes it's
0: like, hey, it's been a while, let's just make sure everything works. Yeah, you know, it's more like a, just a checkup, you know? And yeah. you're like, oh, I'm good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not as fun by yourself.
0: It's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, who do you think your average clientele is now?
1: Um, so what do you mean, like demographics?
0: Yeah, so I'll try to do this new thing, right? So uh-huh. if you give like a say, like, just like a name, age. Race, occupation, Mm -hmm. maybe relationship status. That's a new one. Five things. Name, age, race, occupation, relationship status.
1: Name? What? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, I mean, so like people do ask about like, so like ethnicity wise and age, I would say from anywhere from 19 to 40, predominantly, a lot of people in their late 20s to 30s, um, I'd say like 80% Latino. Fifteen percent African American, maybe four percent like South Asian, a little bit of Middle East in there, and then like maybe one percent white. Really? Yeah. Hell
0: yeah. So, do you think it varies like based on where you are? Like where you you said you are you based out of the Bay Area? I know you travel a lot. Um, I really don't,
1: I don't you really work in the Bay Area anymore. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I work a lot in SoCal, like okay. Santa Barbara, Ventura. Okay. Um, and then I've worked you know in different. I just got back from Jamaica. Oh, nice. So now I'm trying to do this, now I'm doing a cross-country tour and trying to do like an international tour this year. Um, But yeah, I would say, and I've worked like up in Portland, Washington. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. I would say like everywhere I go though, it's predominantly Latino and African-American. Okay. And they're young and I don't really, they work in tons of different jobs. I mean, I've had lawyers and financial advisors and construction workers and... Painters and yeah, fucking everybody. Oh, yeah. They're like, they're all over the place. So, yeah.
0: Fuck yeah. You said you were uh, in Jamaica, right? Did you, you, did you work while you were there?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. How
0: was Jamaica? How was Jamaica?
1: Um, everyone called me a coloring book because I'm very pale and covered in tattoos. <laughs> um, it was, it was chill. So I rented out like a little like apartment. Um, one of my friends there though, he felt like I was being too dangerous. But my clientele were all rich. But I would, like, I would have clients, like, come pick me up and then go back to their house. Uh, okay. And my friend was like, that's so dangerous. And I'm like, ah. He's <laughs> like, you're not in, you're in a different country. But it was great. Like, you know, it was. We I mean, were here
0: right now. Everything worked out.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was fun. And um, there was the only, like, there was one. So they have, uh, they call them guest houses. they are hotels out there. Okay. So I rented an apartment. But their guest houses, they rent, they have one that rents by the hour. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's called Whispers. And <laughs> um, so it was, like filled with sex workers and clients and stuff. So yeah. I did meet one client there. He was like 22. Um, and I was like, well, this is kind of trashy. <laughs> but it worked out fine.
0: It was it pretty popular? Were Whispers pretty popular? Oh, yourself? yeah.
1: Yeah. I was like, this? Okay. But, it probably
0: would be better if you didn't have to like rent a hotel room for a whole day.
1: Yeah, yeah like, right my... by the alley. I'm say,
0: I'm just, saying, I'm just like, two hours, come on, like, how much?
1: Yeah, it makes me want to open my own little guest house. That would be
0: nice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Make it, like, a really nice one, you know? Yeah. Like, a really classy joint, but you can still run by the hour.
0: Like a space ceiling. Just like <laughs> cool paintings. Yeah. <laughs> we need some themes on these rooms, you know? <laughs> For
1: real. Make a lovely experience.
0: I feel like I saw some show like that on, like, HBO Real Sex. You ever seen that? mm It's back in the day. We had, like, a... You could rent a hotel, and they just had different, like, theme rooms and shit. It was cool.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. So it was expensive, though. It's... <laughs>
1: yeah. So you need affordable options for your, like, yeah. or your clientele.
0: You gotta, you gotta be able to afford shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have you been in a relationship uh, while doing sex work? Um, yes. How is it? Are you able to, like, talk to your partner about work?
1: Um, so I guess it's hard for me to answer, because I was, like... You know, like younger 20s. And I feel like my client, I mean my clients, my partners were, it wasn't healthy. Like they weren't, so they were all about like, get your money. Like I don't care, you know? Um, And now like as an adult, um, like navigate dating, I'm very open with people with it. Okay, sweet. I'm not going to enter into a relationship unless I'm being open and honest. Yeah, you have to be. Which is what like everyone should do with their partners. Yeah. Just like, come on, clients, talk to your partners.
0: I feel like if people were just, I mean, but I mean, fear is a strong thing, you know, when you're like, I feel like if I were to say this thing that I kind of meant to, or I kind of want to this person, then it's over, you know, but that's just fear, you know, and I feel like if you're able to just be honest, you know, we can make things happen. I feel like it'd be, it'd be better.
1: But I mean, arguably, is that a really healthy or great relationship if you can't? you know, openly discuss things with your partner. No, no, like no, you, you shouldn't. you feel like you're going to be judged or something. That no. sounds like a shit relationship. It is. Yeah. yeah.
0: You got to be able to talk.
1: You do. You that's never y- that's know. That's the only and way.
0: Because you-, you, I mean, essentially if you're like, all right, we're doing this thing like for the rest of forever, you know, if we're mm-hmm. doing this thing for like forever, I got to be able to tell you what's up.
1: And we're not monogamous. I don't think anyone's monogamous. It's just like kind of imposed on us. But I have like, I have clients who like their part, like I'll have like, female and male like couples and the the part of the wife she'll you know hire me and be like I want to give this to my husband for a present yeah. like a birthday present like can we all three like do it together Yeah. And I'm like that's cute. That's nice. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like your uh experiences with threesomes have been positive?
1: Yeah, I mean I think they're all really fun. I did have one where he oh god, he was awful. He uh so he was super like just kind of like nothing wrong with like being redneck, but he was like trashy and racist, so like ew. And I didn't know this till after, cause if I woulda known it beforehand, yeah, I woulda like bye. But so he hired me and a Latina trans woman. Okay. And he what he was like really into trans women, so yeah. he was like wanting to have a threesome. And then I find out after he's like super racist, really, and I'm like, dude, you're like over here like like, and he paid her like less money than me. And I didn't know that until after, and after she was gone, and I was like, "Dude, that is fucked up."
0: Damn.
1: Yeah. So I was like, "That was the only like awful," but I was very proud of her because, like, in the middle of it, she gets on her phone. She's like, "I gotta go." Really? <laughs> like right when we started, and she cut, she left. Oh. I was like, "Yes, queen." Fuck yeah. Yeah. So I was like very like proud of her. Damn I was fuck like that, dude. Yeah. So that was like the only like uncomfortable experience because I felt like he was like fetishizing her, but at the same time, like. Oh, like yeah. hating her like yeah there's... like everything she represented like Damn. you know she like uh left school when she was nine she had to start working she was from mexico so oh shit you know like definitely like very marginalized and then you're over here like yeah so that whole thing was like really gross but that experience was interesting <laughs> it was just like it was just like i said funny and awkward he was like what you have to go
0: like yep i gotta go sorry
1: Otherwise, though, they've been fun. They've been, like, you know, everyone's, like, really into it and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> how, uh, when you're seeing somebody, right, how do you know the person you're able to see um, is, like, a safe person for you to see? Like, is there, like, a like screening and stuff that goes into it?
1: Well, so there's an app that a lot of sex workers use. Oh, okay. Um, and so you can type in their number and, like, you can read comments. Like, we, like, leave comments and reviews on it. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So that's really helpful. And then I'll ask, like, a few questions um, just to try to feel them out. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, like, I never really know. Yeah. So then I'm just, like, or, like, when they come in the door, I'll, like, hug them and, like, kind of, like, pat them down a little bit. Because I'm just, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, my friend got robbed at gunpoint.
0: Yeah, I know people that have been robbed and shit is not not cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you feel like people are ever, like, willing to give up personal information to you? Or do do you feel like people are skeptical?
1: What kind of personal information, like?
0: I think it's just, like, their name and, like, I know, like, I'll, I'll see people and they're, like, oh, I want, like, a LinkedIn. I need, you know, like,
1: your actual name. I'll send my ID to people. Oh. Um, well, one of that apps sometimes has their full name. Um, yeah, I mean, people, I don't usually particularly ask that because a lot of my clients are undocumented. Uh, okay so that would like they're scared yeah that's, that's
0: like yeah that's a red flag yeah like yeah oh, oh, fuck, I can't. so
1: i'm not gonna like i want them to be comfortable yeah um so i don't really ask for yeah i don't really ask for like all that stuff but when i start talking to them they like open up you know they'll show yeah. me pictures on their phone tell me about their lives like, yeah yeah but before they meet me like there's a level of the client, you want the client to be comfortable too. Yeah. Because a lot of clients, it's their first time maybe, or they're like scared, like with a sex worker. Yeah. And they're nervous too, and they also don't want it to feel so dry. That's true. You know, they want it to feel comfortable.
0: Yeah. Like, Comfortability yeah. Makes, a, makes, makes a whole difference, I feel like. Yeah. Just being relaxed and be like, oh, this is cool. Like, there's like not a pressure involved, or it's, yeah, it's nice.
1: I mean, I've had clients tell me that they would get, they'd, Barely be started, and then the provider would be like, "Okay, we're done." Yeah. And then it's like, "That's like, come on! Like, you're providing a service; they're paying for a service. Just like any service. You go get your hair done. You go, you know, get a massage. Whatever you."
0: I paid for. I definitely paid it for an hour massage board, and been out in like twenty minutes.
1: Like an act, like a legit massage. Like no,
0: no, no. This is like a body rope kind of. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And I was like,
0: "Well, that was really quick."
1: I don't know how I feel about those because, like. My brother's a massage therapist. Okay. So he's like amazing at what he does. He's yeah. very professional, ancient form of medicine. Like, yeah. And then you have people over here just like, you know, rub a hug or whatever. And I'm yeah. just like, come on, like, giving a bad name to massage therapy.
0: That is true. But I mean, I've got, definitely got some, some some Asian ladies and definitely gave me some good ass massages. Really? Yeah.
1: I always hear they like just push their fingertips on you and flip you over.
0: Oh my God. I was in Chinatown. And this lady, <laughs> she goes hard with this massage, straight chopping my back, using her elbow and shit. Like, Damn. it was, it hurt so much. It's worth it? Oh, no, I left. Like, after she, oh. Oh, after <laughs> on the flip, she was like, uh, so you want to do this thing? I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I'm like, I- I'm in so much pain You're right sore? now. you <laughs> sore? I'm like, D- that really hurt. Giving you that deep tissue? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I'm like, medium, not hard. I Damn. <laughs>
1: Her sex probably was kinky. Oh, I don't know. I left. I was like, I I, I gotta go. This really... (laughs) Damn.
0: uh, Do you feel like attraction plays a role at all in seeing clients?
1: I mean, like, if I'm attracted to them, I'm more likely to, like... Like, I don't know, like, maybe talk to them longer. Or, like... I don't, like, kiss all the time. Yeah. But I'll kiss sometimes. Okay. And I'm, I'm more likely to kiss if I think they're attractive. Yeah. Um... That or if they paid hella money, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I would say yeah. But I have a very specific type, so okay. But I do. I That's a very
0: yeah. Do you feel like uh, have you ever developed? Have you ever developed? Jesus Christ! <laughs> have you ever developed feelings for anyone while doing this?
1: Um, I would say I get like little, maybe little crushes on them. Okay. Or like my regulars, I genuinely care about them. Yeah. Like. I do. I care about them like as people. I care like if they're doing well. Like, I do. Like, I'll think like, or like I won't be like physically attracted to them at first. But then now I'm physically attracted to them because yeah. they're just really sweet, amazing people. Yeah. So,
0: so you win them over with that personality. They're like, oh, I didn't know oh, he's cool. You know what I'm yeah,
1: I think I have, my regulars are great. I I think they're all lovely people.
0: Fuck yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know review websites sort are of a thing. How do you feel about reviews?
1: Um. I have a love-hate relationship with them. Yeah. Like, when they first started, I'm like, ugh. When Backpage was up, I could just, like, not care and, like, do whatever. And now I feel, like, a little bit more pressure to be super friendly or whatever.
0: Oh, okay. Just because you're like, oh, man, then give me a fucking bad review. Yeah.
1: But on the flip side, people have booked me just because of my reviews. Yeah. They're like, dang, like, I heard, like, I read all these reviews and, like, so they, like, you know, they read that I'm like very nice and will make you comfortable. Yeah, and they like that people like talking to me and stuff. And that I'm amazing, but for, <laughs> but a lot of it is like like I'll have clients sometimes who like can't like perform.
0: We've all been there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Sometimes they come from funerals or like their partners are blowing up their phones. So I'm like, you guys are in your head. Like and
0: fucking one thought, one thought happens and you're like, oh, well, uh, yeah. today's not my day, you know?
1: But so like, well, so I'll stick around and I'll talk to them and yeah. we'll just hang out and, and I'll be like, well, I'm sorry it didn't work out. And they're like, no, this is like far more. They're like, it's not about that. This is more than I could have ever wanted. Yeah. And so I'm like, that's, oh, awesome. that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like people like that. Fuck yeah. Or don't rush them out.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, you definitely feel that. Yeah. Like, they're not, like, I'll oh, be like, oh, well, I got to go now. Like, it's, I think you feel, like, this, like, not rushed or, like, more caring. I'm not really sure how to explain it. You mean, like, for the client side? Yeah, from the client side. Like, if you're, like, like not being rushed out as soon as you're, as soon as the session's over kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. You definitely feel that, like, I didn't feel, like... I had to, it's like, immediately leave kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, like, feels dirty. Like, you know, I'll, like, send them in the bathroom, and I always have wet wipes, and, like, I always give them bottled water. Yeah. And then I'll stay and, like, talk to them afterwards a little bit, and, yeah, we'll kind of, like, chat it up. And it's, like, has a natural ending. Yeah. It's not just, like, okay, bye. Yeah, see you later. Have yeah. a fun day. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why, I like, when I book appointments, too. I'll try to, like, leave plenty of time in between. So oh, okay. That makes sense. I'm not going to be like, boom, 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 yeah. one after the other.
0: Yeah. Do you feel in a session, like, any pressure to live up to clients' expectations?
1: I mean, I mean, what do you mean?
0: Like, say a client comes to see you, right, and he has expectations of what's going to happen
1: mm-hmm. in
0: that. And he's, like, super, like, uh, I don't even know how to, like.
1: Like, he'll want certain things?
0: Not necessarily, like, just just the pressure, to, like, I want this person to have an awesome experience. Do you feel like when when you're having a session, you're like, I want this to go, like, so well? Or do you feel like, I'm learning this shit terribly?
1: That's okay. <laughs> um, do I feel pressure to live up to their expectations? I mean, like, I don't know. It just feels...
0: Yeah. People make that. i I'll cut this shit out. This, I'll cut that question out. Like,
1: oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to answer
0: that. What do you think's the uh, best part of the job? Worst part of the job? Is
1: there a best part? Worst part? Um, best part now is that I can I travel. Oh yeah. That's all I want to do in life is travel. I don't even see the point of life if I can't travel the world. So that's definitely the best part. Yeah. I can work anywhere. Yeah. It may not always be like hit somewhere like some places better than others, but still potential to yeah. work everywhere. Uh, worst part is aside from the safety thing is that there's just no guarantee like no job security
0: yeah
1: like you never know and you could like really like when Backpage shut down
0: oh shit. that was
1: hard Yeah. and i had quit my job in social work so i was working in ho- homeless shelters so i got off the streets was doing this went to undergrad was working in shelters stuff like that also doing this and then i quit that and just started doing this full time yeah so then Backpage shut down and i was like well fuck like, man. it was hard to pick back up, so...
0: When that happened, right? So, was it Backpage, like, your primary, mm-hmm. like, uh, site to advertise on? Back then, yeah. Yeah. Was it... Were you, like... Because I know that... Were you just going to, like, other sites? Like, how are you... How are you able to, like, kind of make... Like, keep your business back up? Like, after that happened?
1: Um, So, there was, like, a lot. Well, one, so there was, like, just a lot of, like, providers, too, being, like, man, like, my rent's due. Do you know of any other sites? And so then there was, like, just a tons of sites circulating like okay. you know so people so I was just trying out a bunch of different ones seeing oh, okay. what works what doesn't so like now i post on like six different sites yeah and i know there's some more but i just can't justify spending some of the because we have to pay to post on yeah. some of them some of them i just i cannot justify spending that much on it yeah it's a ridiculous amount
0: yeah some of these websites are crazy
1: i mean it's like absurd crazy. one of them i was just like I'm not paying you four hundred dollars a week to post an ad. Jesus, that's Christ. absurd to me. Like maybe if no, I, I'm just not. I can't.
0: That's fucking insane. Yeah,
1: there's one in the UK too. It's like that one's a, a little bit better, but I think it's still think it's like a hundred something a week. And I'm just like, which is a little bit better, but still like some of these sites, you know, it's like sixty bucks a month or five dollars a post or something. Yeah, yeah. So I just, ugh, I just don't want to do. I don't. Ugh, I just don't. I could, but I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like you have a favorite website to advertise on? Is there a, like a, is there, is there a website you can recommend to the people?
1: I mean, I think I really like Trist, T R Y S T, and then Private Delights because of the reviews. Okay. Yeah. So I think those are my two favorites because I think I think it's important for the clients too to read reviews and know that it's like legit.
0: I mean, when I got it, when I first got into this, I was like, I have to. I'm not kind of going to take the plunge without reading reviews like that's i I read reviews like if i'm going to see somebody i'm like i want to know that the person i'm seeing is like legit or whatever and a good provider or whatever and i mean i feel like reviews definitely help that there's there's definitely reviews out there that are fucking complete bullshit
1: yeah like a client's mad
0: yeah i mean there's there's lots of reviews there's plenty of reasons why people write fake reviews i know you can get premium memberships on sites for writing reviews um yeah, it's it's bullshit. Um, I think reviews are helpful, but you're not definitely going to they're, they're not 100% for sure. Yeah, they're definitely Everything's not. subjective. Everything's subjective and depends on like who's who's writing the review.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and there's tons of fake reviews, too.
0: So many fake reviews. Yeah. So you really can't trust them, but, but I, I mean
1: like the provider, like my friend, she just like has uh, like, her friends, like, post reviews for her.
0: Oh, really? hmm Damn.
1: I'm just like, girl, just ask your clients. <laughs> Offer them a discount. <laughs> like, do, you f-
0: do you feel like reviews are beneficial for you?
1: I mean, now, but I feel like it, I do have to work a little bit harder. Really? I just, because I really don't want a bad review. I haven't gotten one yet.
0: Okay, I guess that's sort of like the the like living up to clients. Like, like you're like oh they they like came in they're like oh man I read these all these five star reviews and you're like oh fuck I want this to be five star service. True. Do you feel that?
1: I mean, I ask every client where they found my ad. Okay. So then, if I know that they found it on like CityX or like one of the shittier ones, yeah. then I'll be like, oh okay. Yeah, I don't have to try as hard. <laughs> like,
0: you hit me up with that PD, you know?
1: Yeah, <laughs> but and I will tell some clients like the other sites so they can go and like explore. Yeah, I'm just like yeah, like I'm not all like some some providers are like no, like they don't want to like share any information. Like that's my competition. I'm like nah, like I we don't, have, yeah, I don't we all got something different. My yeah. my friend's all about that. she thinks everything's competition, really, and I'm just like everyone wants something different, like, yeah, it's not just help I don't people think it,
0: out. It, I don't think it really is yeah,
1: yeah, you'd be surprised how many providers I've met who are like, yeah, they just get like really harsh with it, really? like they'll chase each other off, or like like my friend she would get so jealous that she would drive other women to like, I know this is all like gender because in my experience it's been you know female providers male clients but yeah. um she would like drive them to out calls and drive really slow so they'd miss the date no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like
0: the speed limit is 55 why are we going 35 yeah. please drive
1: yeah like she was just like that jealous or like she'd pretend that she saw like an undercover at the hotel and like oh. try to scare them and stuff so that they couldn't work if like she wasn't making enough money or
0: yeah. I just don't, I just don't get it right. So, like, if I want to, if I want to see you, right, mm-hmm. if I going to see you, and then your friend, somehow I'm not able to see you, what guarantees your friend that I'm now going to see her?
1: Right, exactly. How does, I know. That, how
0: does that really work?
1: I know. That's like, I feel like some young, <laughs> some young, uh, some young girls thing, you know, they're like 22 and they're just like, I don't know. Yeah. They don't. I don't know. Like, I have a friend, though. Like, even a couple weeks ago, she was, like... Uh, she was the one I was supposed to be on this tour with. Okay. But she, like... We went to a town together. This was, like, before we left California. And I was doing really well. Yeah. Like, I immediately roll into town. And this, you know, this client has me come over for 500. 500. And she's, like, not making anything. We're on day two. So I started just, when my clients would call me, I'm like, oh, I'm actually out at dinner. Like, do you want to see my friend?
0: Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Putting her on.
1: Yeah. So I was, like, giving her my dates because I was just like, girl, calm down. Like, there's been times where she hits and I don't. Yeah. It just depends. Yeah. On the day, on the place, on the, so many factors.
0: There's so many, yeah, so many factors. Even the client. Like, you Mm -hmm. can't, the client is a factor in this whole thing. Yeah. And if. It's not like, if, it's guaranteed, if I don't see you, I'm going to see this other person. I don't, like, it's just...
1: I know. And we're di- we're two different ethnicities, too. Yeah. And some clients, like, they specifically go for, like, one ethnicity. Yeah. And they don't really branch out of that.
0: That makes sense. yeah.
1: I mean, some clients are all over, but everyone's different.
0: Yeah. Everyone's got that demographic, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, I started uh, reading this book uh, with this lady... Uh, Lola Davina, she has this book, Thriving in Sex Work. It's a good book. Check it out. Um, She talks about the emotional labor versus physical labor, parts of the job. Do you feel like for you, the job is more emotionally laborous or physically laborious?
1: You know, I feel like it's like, I feel like it's like any other job, you know, like, like being a server a customer service or something job, you know, it's I feel like it's a pretty fair balance or whatever of like emotional and physical. Like, like any other job, it just kind of involves like, you know, like using your labor, like selling your labor, using, you know, having to be on your feet all day or something. And, and the emotional labor, I mean, yeah, there's, but I don't know. But at the same time, like I'm, my wages are very nice, you know, it's like, I'm not doing all this for eight Bucks an hour or 11 yeah. bucks an hour or something, you know? So, like
0: you're being compensated a lot more so. Than,
1: yeah, so it feels like, okay, yeah, like it will feel, it will get pretty exhausting sometimes. Yeah. But I'm also paid like, I'm paid the big bucks, not yeah. the big bucks, but I'm, you I know, mean, I'm paid a decent wage yeah. for doing this. So.
0: Yeah. What about when you're working outside? Do you feel like, do you feel like it was different then? Like in terms of like emotional versus physical then?
1: I mean, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like that was a lot more physically demanding. Yeah. Yeah. But I was also, yeah, like, I was just kind of young and in a, in a messed up headspace working through yeah some stuff, you know, so definitely more physically demanding though. Also, yeah. like I will never, like people want car dates now and I'm like, I have this very nice hotel room filled with candles and red light. It's very, you know, soft and lovely and nice. I'm not going to go bust a date in a car. No. And people still want that. And I'm like, no. They'd rather
0: do a car than go to a hotel?
1: I've had a couple people, like a couple of clients would be like, I'm like, no. I'm not going to go do that in a car. Like, no. do you have a hearse? Like, yeah. Do you have this massive cargo van? Maybe. Yeah. Is it decked out with fluffy pillows?
0: If you got the cargo van with the fluffy pillows, heated blanket, then we might talk.
1: Yeah. Right? Exactly. Then we can talk.
0: But... I got this hotel. What the fuck? What we, yeah. What's the deal with the car?
1: And I go like an extra step to get like nice hotel rooms and decorate my hotel room. Yeah. Or like nice like Airbnbs or houses and stuff. Yeah. Like I want the experience to be nice for the client too.
0: Maybe they have a thing for cars.
1: They probably do. Or like being in broad daylight. Okay. And I'm just like. Maybe
0: it's just like, oh, this is scary. Oh, I like this.
1: Yeah. Like.
0: You're like, I don't like this.
1: It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know
0: what? I like being safe.
1: yeah i'm just like i'm not the provider for you like go elsewhere yeah yeah
0: like this car i'm just like fuck no the car no no
1: (laughs) yeah like i want to be comfy yeah like i'm thick (laughs) like i I want room
0: i'm like this steering wheel is touching my stomach already what are we talking about
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and you want to be able to like change it up you know yeah There's very limited positions in a car.
0: Yeah. There's either reverse, uh, park, or drive. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like your views, uh, since starting, do you feel like your views on sex have changed? Um, And sexuality as well?
1: Well, have my views on it. Um, Well, I mean, I guess, like, I don't know if this really answers the question, but sadly, in this, like, world, I feel like we don't teach consent enough. And so I think like starting out very young, I didn't really understand consent okay. and fully what that meant. And I like that this is an opportunity a lot of times to like teach consent oh, yeah. to clients because who they don't always know it either.
0: <laughs> I'm just like, hey, if can I do that? Okay, cool. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm just trying to be cool, you know? <laughs> yeah,
1: but like coercion's a big one. Like clients like don't realize that like asking over and over and over again is oh, yeah. consent, you know? No. Um. Like, trying to break somebody down. But, yeah, so I feel like, I don't know, I feel like my views on sex have gotten a lot healthier. Fuck yeah. And um, I feel like I definitely don't kink shame. I feel like maybe when I was younger, I would be like, ew, that's disgusting. Like, as long as it's two consensual adults, like, I'm not here to kink shame. I may not provide that or do that. Yeah. But, like, you do you, boo. It is not on me to, like, shame you for that at all. Everyone's got their own thing.
0: I know, right? I think it's, yeah, I think it's just understanding that, like it's two peep two adults they're doing this thing that they both agreed upon one, yeah. one person they're both making each other happy you know i don't get why and it's like a safe thing you know i don't
1: yeah i mean like i'm super queer like in my own like sexuality like like i really like like threesomes and orgies and i like it with where everyone's like pansexual or bisexual or whatever like okay sweet so like everyone's kind of just like having sex with everyone it's not like men won't touch men or women won't touch women so i think like that's really fun and i wish there was more of that in my work yeah like i wish it wasn't so like it just feels like very like heterosexual or very like cis
0: you know has it ever been have you ever been like so like two dudes right Mm -hmm. and then one of them actually like touches butts or something and they're like oh this is over this is too much (laughs)
1: um no it's surprisingly though with like cis like cis heterosexual men it's surprising how like they'll be like you know they don't they don't want to touch each other but then they're going to want to do positions on a female where they're going to be like very closely yeah touching yeah and it's just like oh like you so you guys are okay with like getting all up in each other's you know when it's like there's a female right there but then otherwise like you guys are scared to touch each other yeah but I get it. I mean, sexuality's fluid. Maybe in five years they'll be open to it.
0: Yeah, world's changing. Five, <laughs> five years, oh. everything, everything everything's gonna be cool in five years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like the older I get, the like way more like queer and k- kinky I get. So I'm like, yeah. I feel like I wasn't this much younger. Now I'm just like, man. Yeah. I just think
0: the older you get I'm just like I'm just like I don't give a fuck you know I'm like who's gonna know like I mean in anything I'll just like before I can be outed as doing this thing I'll be like I'll just tell everybody you know yeah. <laughs> like, hey this is what happened and then I'm like it's easier when you can say it into a microphone in front of a group of people, Yeah. you know. And then I'll be like, "Well, maybe it had, maybe it didn't, but uh, it happened."
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like men are getting more open to like ass play. Like it's 2020. Like everyone yeah. eats ass now. Yeah. So like, I feel like men who used to be like, "Don't go, don't go near my butt," like be
0: like, "Hey, you can do literally whatever you want to me. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever you want, I- I'm up for it." You yeah. Know?
1: <laughs> Feels good. Yeah. You gotta explore. You gotta learn. Yeah,
0: I think the key is just knowing how to do it right. Yeah, or no, you got to prepare. You know, that's true. I got to figure up the butt, and I was like, you know what? I had nachos, and they're still up there. I'm, <laughs> I'm nervous. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel like it's preparation is key.
1: I mean, the first time I pegged a client, I was yeah. really nervous because I'm like, man, I've never actually like performed anal sex on somebody. Yeah. So it was like. That was like, man.
0: They they had done that before, though.
1: Yeah, they had. Okay. So I was like, so like they, I mean, they brought their own equipment and stuff. Okay. So I was just like, man, this is, I mean, it was fun. It was interesting. But I was like, it was super hot. Like, I'm I'm like, now I love doing this. (laughs) But at first, but that's why communication is important. Yeah. And everyone feels so awkward about communicating.
0: It is. Because it's like, it's almost like a, like, just, like, even being, like, a black dude or whatever. I'm, like, mm-hmm. this, like, this, like, manhood thing is so wrapped up in that. And, like...
1: Toxic masculinity. I
0: don't even... I don't even... I mean, I'm not really... I mean, maybe it is. But uh just, like, being able, afraid to be, like, I kind of want this to try this thing. I don't know what that means about me if I'm asking you to do this thing. Because like,
1: it makes you vulnerable?
0: Yeah. And people are just afraid to to be vulnerable and because i mean you're not like who's judging there's that's the thing that's the thing is like you can ask someone to do this thing and there's not going to be judgment on yeah. the other side you know at least hopefully not i mean well, yeah. depend on what you're asking ask like asking for or whatever but.
1: i mean don't have sex with somebody who's judging you for yeah, yeah. something that's like you know not like you know i'm not going to pretend to be a child or something but yeah like, no. you know but like otherwise like you know, I th- I think consent is super hot. I think it's super hot when people communicate. Yeah. And they like, and clients all the time they'll ask me to do something. Yeah. And I'll be like, no, no, honey, I don't do that. Yeah. They're like, okay. Yeah. You know, and I'll say like, but I love that you asked. Yeah. You know, I'm not. You gonna gotta ask,
0: fucking listeners out there, if you're fucking ask the question.
1: <laughs> you do. They Just say ask. no,
0: fucking, it's not happening. <laughs> you know. And if yeah. You, don't ask again. Okay, chill. <laughs> But uh, at least ask the questions. You know. I feel like that's that's key. You know.
1: Yeah, and then on the flip side, like don't shame somebody for asking. Yeah. You know, try to like make them feel good about it, and I don't know. Maybe you have somewhere you know where they can get that done.
0: Yeah, then you got the recommendations. Yeah. So that, I'll try to spread the love around. That's, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's key. Do you feel like uh, your views on men have changed at all since starting?
1: Uh I feel like I've definitely gotten more cynical um, because I do have a lot of clients who, you know, like they are cheating like on their partners. And I just feel like, like I'm not, I don't know y'all's relationship, but like I said, open and honest communication is the key to any relationship. Yeah. So I feel like. And just, like, the level of, like, men who will disrespect me and then I have to, like, put them in their place. Like, yeah. just because I'm a sex worker, you think that you can treat me like a cum dumpster or something?
0: It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Like, no, you treat me with respect. i
0: see, I see a lot of times on Twitter just, like, screenshots from dudes sending messages to providers. And I'm like, what are you doing? How yeah. can Like, even just, like, like say... They con- they reach out to contact somebody, and then they're like, oh, I need some screening, or I need some information, and then they just go hard on the insults immediately, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck are you doing? How is... I
1: yeah. Don't, I don't get it. It's
0: probably white men. White people are trash. But... <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> hey, if, if you're a white dude out there, <laughs> let me just say that I appreciate you listening to this podcast, and uh, don't let Lily, what she says... <laughs> keep you from listening to this podcast i really appreciate it
1: hey, i have white clients hey. i have white regulars they're they're sweet men yeah they they know they know how i feel though
0: my high school baseball coach was a white dude are you saying he's not a good guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh,
1: no but when i was in jamaica i had somebody um he like was like he did it so fast too he like Basically, like, f- ripped the protection off really quickly and tried to finish on my face. Oh, shit. And I was like, and I got out, like, got up really quick. He missed me, but I, like, I, like, kind of shoved him and yelled yeah. at him. And I was like, You did not do that. Like, I did not consent to that. Like, yeah. I was, it was super degrading and disrespectful. And then, and he was, like, late because he had to go pick his partner up. Yeah. And he, I noticed that he got some in my hair. Yeah. And I made him, like, sit there and wash my hair.
0: Hell yeah.
1: I was just like, and he was like, and he was like, "Oh, like he's kind of timid and scared. Like I was like scaring him a little bit. Cause yeah, I was mad. Oh, no, that's good. But I'm like, dude, did not disrespect me. Like but I mean, that. that's a
0: good thing though that you were able to do that. Good thing. Good good thing. That's also this dude was receptive to that. what didn't become like violent and shit. I know. But luckily, the next time that he's not gonna do that shit again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was know? messed up. I was like, yeah, like. It's like we just said, like ask like beforehand if they're going to be okay with that. Don't just do it. Yeah. Yeah. is
0: got shit to do today. You can say to like if you got, if you're saying that's your last client of the day, you got to go somewhere and you got this fucking jizz in your hair. Like what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Get that shit out.
1: Yeah, I know. So I just totally made him wash my hair. I was like, he's like, I've never done this before. obviously bro
0: fucking ass next time dude yeah
1: he did he seemed very scared like I was going to beat him up or something
0: that's good (laughs) sometimes the fear of God will really change your life I mean
1: I know when I recently started boxing so I had to take my nails off but I just put them back on for this tour yeah (laughs) so it was very sad to see them go but I'm just like man now I can throw a punch (laughs) yeah (laughs) if I need to
0: yeah you gotta be able to throw a good punch
1: he still could have taken me he was a big guy
0: at least you know at least she taught them, them.
1: <laughs> I know it's so gross, but yeah, don't disrespect people. Yeah, your provider.
0: Ask fucking what's cool and shit. Like, what is? Yeah. This? Like, consent is a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, and they're so quick with it too. Like how fast they can just like surprise you with something, you know? Like what the fuck, bro? Oh, watch out, dude. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't even see you do it. We're yeah. facing each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> Damn. Consent. Ask people out there.
1: Hey, people out there.
0: Consent. It's, 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 it's amazing. <laughs>
1: consent is sexy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what uh? What would it, what advice would you tell somebody who wants to get into sex work?
1: Um. Just like I guess, like know your worth. No, set boundaries. Like yeah. Like it's definitely okay to. You know, like not do things. I guess. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like the logistics, or just like
0: we could do logistics, maybe whatever. What what yeah. advice, right?
1: I mean, I, I guess I'm like, somebody
0: who wants yeah. to do. I'm want somebody who wants to get into sex work. Uh-huh. I'm a lady, I'm a beautiful lady.
1: I mean, there's male sex workers,
0: but in this case, I'm a lady. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: actually, well, yeah. Since since you're yeah, since you're a lady and I'm a lady, you know, I feel like maybe your advice would be good for another lady or a dude. Yeah. You get any good dude sex worker advice?
1: I mean. I only know, like, queer male sex workers. I don't know a lot of, like, heterosexual male sex workers. But um, I guess, like, when I was starting out, I wish somebody... Just, like, kind of just what I said. I wish somebody would have told me that, like, I am in control. Yeah. Like, I I like, I like don't have to just because somebody's paying me what seems like a large sum of money in comparison to the pennies we get in this capitalist system, that, that it's okay to not do something. Yeah. You don't have to put up with disrespect. You don't have to put up with, like... You can tell a client to leave. And not give them the money back. Yeah. You know, things like... And like I said, not taking things personally. Like, that's not about you. It's about them. If somebody's yeah. going to, like, insult you or something, don't take it personally. Yeah. Oh, and don't compare yourself to other women. Women... all my friend always does that. Stop comparing yourself. Like, it's so bad, too. <laughs> I'm just, like...
0: It's hard to do. Like, I know, like, in stand-up or whatever, it's... It's hard not to do sometimes. Yeah. To where like, oh man, I think I'm funny. I see that other person, they're funny. Who do you think's funnier? You know, <laughs> yeah. Shit's fucking hard because everything is so subjective. You know, yeah. Something that something I might say to an audience, they think is funny, right? I might that other person might say something else, they don't think it's funny. That doesn't that doesn't say that that person's not funny because of what they said. That says the audience th- didn't didn't like what they said. You know, everything is so much is subjective. You that's know, that's true. And taking that, like, personally, that's why I got to let shit roll off me just, like, so much. Because I'm like, oh, did go well. Fuck it. We'll do it again. See what happens.
1: Yeah. Just um, get back up there.
0: Yeah. That's what you got to do. Yeah, but just yeah. Com- compare yourself with other people, definitely. It's not the road to go down.
1: I mean, you're, like, your own best friend. We're all our own best friends. So it's like, if you're going to beat yourself up at the end of the day, like, what? It's like, you already have, like, this system beating you down. You already yeah. have maybe other people beating you down. So why are you going to beat yourself up? You're the only person you have at the end of the day.
0: Damn, that's some good advice. Because I feel like I shit talk myself worse than anybody could ever.
1: Yeah. And you just got to be like kind and gentle to yourself. And then even if you don't believe it, eventually you're going to start to believe it. Yeah. But you have to be like kind to yourself because you really are all you have.
0: That's true. Hey, Tank. you got to be nicer to Tank, okay? Yeah.
1: (laughs) For real though. It makes a huge difference.
0: No. Feel it, yeah, it definitely I, it definitely does. Yeah. And outlook, outlook is key in a lot of things, you know?
1: Well, you'll see, like, the way it changes, like, how you engage with the world or, like, maybe the people you welcome into your life. Yeah. You know? Because sometimes we do. We allow, like, toxic people into our lives. And yeah. Maybe because, like, there's, like, a really cliche quote that I like that it's, like, we accept the love we think we deserve. Yeah, yeah. And I really like that because I'm, like, I feel like to, with sex work, too, with you know, if providers think that they're you know, like ugly or their butt's too small or too big or they're too skinny or too fat or whatever, yeah, they you know, they're gonna like be willing to like take less, yeah, you know, of a donation or they're gonna be willing to do things they don't want to do, or, definitely. And it's like, no, don't do that.
0: I think that, yeah, valuing yourself is fucking key in like literally everything, it's not even, it's not sex work thing or it's like it's literally like an everything thing you have to you have to value yourself and kind of know what you're worth
1: but I do recognize the survival part of it too like it is a capitalist world and people are trying to survive so I get that part too like sometimes yeah but so I'm not trying to like dismiss people who are like well I don't really have that choice you know because I get that that's real
0: do you think starting out working outside you could say that if you say someone was trying to get into sex work, would you would you say work inside as opposed to outside, work outside? What would you
1: definitely work inside, don't work outside. Okay. Yeah, I think it it leaves you very vulnerable to like um you know, just like men who love to like prey yeah. on vulnerable women cuz they're out there, you know. They definitely Yeah. You know, there's there's plenty of men they'll see see, you know, providers as a paycheck, you know. Back where I'm from, there's definitely men who will, who will kidnap women, you know, put yeah. them in a hotel room, force them to work for, take all their money. Um, that's very real. I have been one of my friends, like she was definitely, so um, definitely do not go outside. Yeah. Um, if you can find a friend, you know, share a hotel room and then you guys can work together, you yeah. know, and you can kind of know and you can control the situation. Yeah, or an Airbnb, whatever.
0: Airbnb, hey, popping. that's great. I've seen people in Airbnbs. Oh, the Airbnb every single time.
1: Yeah, it's great because then you can have a kitchen, you can cook food.
0: Yeah, yeah. Unless you're sharing, your, unless it's a room in someone else's house, Airbnb. We well, can't really play? trap out of that though.
1: <laughs> yeah. How are you gonna trap out of like a? Yo, I got space? friends coming over. Right, like for a little bit. I just have like this <laughs> a man coming over like every hour.
0: <laughs> I like massages, and they're giving me the massages. Yeah. Don't ask questions. Stop. <laughs> Whatever you're thinking. Stop. I've told you what's up. (laughs) Would you, uh, is there any advice you'd give a client who wants to see an escort for the first time?
1: Um, one thing I do want to say to clients, um,
0: clients, listen up, this is some some real shit you're about to hear. (laughs) Lily hit him with it. Hit him with it.
1: No, it's not that serious. Okay. I was just going to say like, I, I don't know if like, maybe I just think that like with any service that you get, if it's a good service, you should tip. Right? So, I mean, I tip my delivery driver. I tip the person who pumps my gas. I tip my housekeeping in hotels. I feel like if you get a good service, like, tip your provider. Like, with any service.
0: Clients leave them tips, though. Like,
1: why? I don't know why people don't think of that. I mean, sometimes I get tips. Yeah. But I'm just like, why do people think it's so weird to tip? Because you tip. You should tip anytime you go out and get a service. Um... But also, I was just going to say, like, just respect your provider. Like, just because yeah. she's a sex worker doesn't mean you can, like, degrade her.
0: That's the ultimate. Like, she is willing to fucking hang out with you. <laughs> fucking. Dude, it's amazing. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. It's fucking be nice.
1: How can. <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised. Yeah. So just. But also, it's okay to be nervous, too. Like, I, you know, yeah. tell your provider if you're feeling a little nervous. Like, maybe she'll have ways to help you feel comfortable. Yeah. Like.
0: Cause that's also a communication thing. It's also the, yeah. the 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 more and better, I guess, you can communicate with somebody, the better the experience is going to be. Because communication yeah. is key, fucking every time.
1: I always have clients who tell me they're nervous, and then yeah. you know I'm going to help make them feel comfortable. Yeah, I, mean, I was to... I was
0: nervous the first <laughs> the first time I did the first couple times. How old are you? Twenty eight.
1: Oh, yeah. late to the game.
0: Yeah, I was in a relationship for a long time. Then I got out, and then I'm like, world, what's up? Yeah. It
1: I was... know. Like, yeah. People will get really nervous. I mean, I do I have a lot of clients, too, that we don't speak the same language.
0: Oh, shit. Oh, my yeah. God. This is great. I saw this uh, this lady. She was Ukrainian, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this was in Raleigh. And... She didn't really speak much English, so we only had like Google Translate. Mm-hmm. So she'd say some shit in Ukrainian, spit it out to me in English. Then I'd say something back, uh-huh. spit it out in Ukrainian, then we talk like that for a while. It's cool. Yeah. I mean it's cool like being able to just talk to someone with a different language and like
1: It is. I've had Google translate on the bed just yeah. in case we need to communicate during the session.
0: It's cool. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. I'm like, oh, what would I have done like fifty years ago? Yeah. Like learn everyone's language? Shit, I gotta travel the world. I can't learn that many languages. Yeah, just learn the basics. But then sometimes you you know something comes up.
0: Yeah, they're still just words. You're not go, what is? This? I don't get this. But yeah, yeah. Google Translate. It's listeners out there. This pod, this uh, episode, sponsored by Google Translate. They're <laughs> giving us no money, but uh, maybe <laughs> we'll petition them. We'll get something.
1: They are great, though. Yeah,
0: <laughs> where do you see yourself in five years?
1: Um. Well, so I'm in grad school right now. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about applying to law school.
0: Ooh, boy. Hell yeah.
1: Um, but I don't know. I think ideally traveling the world, still doing this. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I think in five years, I would say ideally on my international tour, I got clients, regulars all over the world.
0: See, now that is fucking sweet. That'd be awesome. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what I'm working towards. Oh
0: yeah. I know you said you're going to UK, you're going to the UK?
1: Yeah, so I've worked so like I i worked in Jamaica and India. Um, I'm gonna do a UK tour and spread over throughout Europe. Nice. Um and then I do plan on going to Ethiopia this year just for vacation, but you know, there's plants everywhere. Why Ethiopia? Oh my god, that's like the greatest place in the world. Um, lots of reasons. Um one, I think their food's amazing. One Okay. <laughs> we'll get back to that, part. I I think um I think it's beautiful. I think the weather is perfect. Like oh my god, the weather! Is have phenomenal. you been before? I have not, but I like seriously I, like on my phone it tells me what the weather is every day there. Um, how
0: did how did how did this start? How does Ethiopia thing happen?
1: Um, I my I had a client from there, so I have clients from like who I met here in the states that are from like all over. So I've had a client from. Ghana, Senegal, Rwanda, Ethiopia, South Sudan. Um, so I've had clients from like everywhere. Oh shit! Yeah. So and then I just started like reading more about it, and obviously it's like the birth of humanity. But I just think it's like a gorgeous. It's like just seems like a pop in place. Seems really like the people seem really sweet. I mean, I'm not trying to like generalize or like homogenize. Obviously, every, every place is diverse and has you yeah. know yeah. But but I do. It's just like. Anyone who knows me knows that like I'm obsessed with Ethiopia.
0: What what's a city? What's a, if, we're, if like if I'm going to Ethiopia, right? Where where should I go? Is there well, everyone,
1: a, I mean, if you okay, I feel like big cities are all just like the same, right? I mean, do you feel like every city has something to offer? Like,
0: I mean, I'm sure there's a good breakfast place in most cities. I mean, there's definitely no. But it's
1: all just like high rises and tons of people and lots of poverty. I mean, I guess there's poverty everywhere. Yeah, even in the country. But like, don't you feel like you should go to a city like, like Atlanta? Yeah. Doesn't Atlanta seem like the same as San Francisco to you?
0: Hmm. There are definitely similarities for sure. The hills in San Francisco, I can't get over that, and the homeless people. There's bad homeless people out there.
1: You guys don't have that here.
0: Well, we do. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe just the hills. Maybe that's the only difference.
1: I, mean, I feel like there's unhoused folks everywhere. There's poverty just like everywhere you see. But yeah. is it like more in California or something?
0: I mean, San Francisco is one of the worst cities in the country for homelessness.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: San Francisco has the Bay Area has some of the highest homeless rates in the country. It's it's yeah.
1: It's, I could see that. it's also costs like, you know, my friend pays twenty six hundred for a two bedroom apartment. Yeah. Like
0: my room right now, is, I'm paying three hundred dollars a month.
1: That is that doesn't exist. You can't even I, rent a closet for three hundred.
0: I'm in a house for three hundred dollars a month.
1: That's like that. You could maybe get a parking <laughs> space for three hundred.
0: Yeah, you probably you probably could get parking space.
1: I know somebody who lives with ten people and they pay thirty five hundred. I mean not a piece, obviously, all The place is thirty five hundred dollars a month. It's like it's just a shitty little apartment. So I, I guess I could see that.
0: Yeah. But, but yeah, so so in Ethiopia, right? They got spots of the out, like the, not the big cities, like the, the smaller places. Yeah, the but sort. like
1: with the countryside, like one thing I've like read and heard is that it's very conservative. So, and I, I mean, I obviously don't know from experience yeah. um, yet. I will talk to me after September. But I heard that like, you know, like one of the things is like, if you have tattoos, they like think you're a criminal.
0: Well, you definitely can't go then.
1: I'm like... I have like neck tattoos, a hand tattoo. Like, it's
0: not even they think you're a criminal. You get locked up. You, they lock you up. I mean, I
1: like, <laughs> they would be like, but also it's really hard too because everywhere I go, people think I'm rich
0: Okay. because they'll
1: see like this, like, you know, pale skin covered in tattoos from the States. So people think I'm like a millionaire.
0: They could be like, that's some expensive ink you got there. You know, maybe. I know,
1: people always ask me that. I'm like, how do you know I paid for it? Like, how do you know somebody didn't buy it for me?
0: That is true.
1: Like, seriously, how do you know some, like, old lawyer man when I was, like, 17 just bought it for me? Like, how do people they, know? People don't know.
0: They don't know, yeah. They're just
1: assuming that I paid for this. Listeners, you can't be
0: assuming things out there, okay? These...
1: <laughs> yeah. But but that is hard when I... Because, like, yeah, when I do travel, people do think I'm rich. Yeah. and I think... But I'll, like, stay in, like, really shitty places. Like, I'll stay, like... Like, sometimes, because I'm always by myself, too, like, sometimes if I'm just, like, traveling, not, like, working, I'll stay on, like, a rooftop with all the workers. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'll stay, like, in really grimy places because I'm, like, I don't care. I'm not bougie. I think the
0: best part about, like, traveling by yourself is just that whole, like, I'm not tied down. Like, whatever happens, like, someone's like, oh, hey, I heard about this thing. Be like, let's go see what that is. Who even like. Just like, yeah. being able to explore and explore, and just like immerse yourself into a thing without having any kind of baggage of literally anybody else, just like just you experiencing this thing. I think it's pretty cool. I was like, going, that's true. I was like going to new places.
1: Well, and that's why too. Like whenever I go somewhere, I'm like, I want to. Like I don't know where I'm gonna go. Like within. Yeah. But I figure it out when I get there. Like you start out in the biggest city. Yeah. You're like, okay, this is gross. It's like any other city in the world. Yeah. And then you're like, hey local person, where should I go? Yeah. And they're like, oh, you should check out like Yadi, like in Jamaica or in India. They're like, I ended up in this little village called Pushkar in the state of Rajasthan. And I was like, I don't even know how. I, I ended up there like after a week just from like recommendations. And it was like the best decision ever.
0: Hell yeah, that's fucking sweet. Because
1: it wasn't like a big gross city. Yeah. It was just very like sweet. Hell yeah. But yeah, and then nobody, nobody makes you go do bullshit like touristy stuff.
0: Yeah, you can just explore and... Find out what's like what's up in the city.
1: Let's like, yeah, just go get drunk with locals or something. Yeah, yeah, See, that sounds fun. Yeah, just go eat food, go hang out with their mom, and have her teach you how to cook.
0: I think an ideal like a uh, traveling scenario for me is like I get drunk with the locals, and then they do a thing where they like throw me up in the air, they toss me like five <laughs> or six people, and I'm like, ah, oh,
1: this is the greatest city ever. Where would you
0: go? I don't even know. But... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I,
1: ho- I hope that dream comes true.
0: Yeah. I went to Europe in high school. That was pretty fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that.
1: I hate Europe. I mean, no, I don't. Love you, Europe. <laughs> Coming to see you soon. I just meant like, I mean, it's not like... i are going to be
0: like, what's up? She hates Europe. She loves Africa.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. not like where I want to go, but I know like, you know, the money. Like, for France is
0: France is sweet. Fran- I enjoyed France. That was cool.
1: I went there when I was 18. I went yeah. to like France and Spain. Went to Morocco, but I was like a youngin. Doesn't count when you're young. Yeah,
0: I was like sixteen.
1: Yeah, I feel like it doesn't count because then you just see it through the lens of a teenager. Yeah,
0: the good. The only good thing was it was like this was like 2006, so this was when the World Cup is going on. Oh. And it was uh, it was in Italy at the time, but like the whole like like the whole everywhere we went it was like World Cup fever.
1: I feel like it was. And too, so that
0: shit was fun as fuck.
1: How is the World Cup? Four years. Oh, so it wasn't the World Cup, but... They had the
0: European Championships, though, every, like, offset every two years.
1: Because I went in '08, and I remember when I was in Spain... They would have like... the
0: European Championships. Okay, because people
1: were, like, throwing shit off the balcony, like, hella hyped up. I was like, yeah. damn, y'all crazy about sports like they are in the States. Like, calm down. Yeah. It's so not that serious. I feel
0: like that's the first time I ever saw a first pair of public boobs was really? in France. Yeah. Oh. I was wearing a France jersey. We were walking down the street. This is the night of the... They played, like, Italy... In the uh, like World Cup final, mm-hmm. and so we're in France, and then everyone like "Alele Bleu is their like little phrase. Everyone's like "Alele blue, Alele blue." <laughs> so we're walking down the street and we're saying it, and then a lady yells up from apartment and she says something, and then the boobs were like, "Whoa!"
1: Wow. Were they lovely? I, don't
0: know, I can't remember.
1: Oh. I hope she never finds out. Just
0: kidding.
1: Okay. <laughs> because it's random. <laughs> she made some
0: children's days very happy. Like,
1: oh, yeah. You were a child. I forgot. It
0: was amazing. It was great. Yeah. You were a little
1: 16-year-old. <laughs> little lad.
0: Yeah. It's good times. That's good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See? But you were probably in a big city. And you're probably like, oh, this feels like Atlanta.
0: Yeah. You can smoke and drink. It's great. Just like Oh, Atlanta. yeah. I forgot.
1: Yeah. Because you can't do that. You can't do that in the States. All right. That's one difference. Yeah. All and right. everyone's
0: just talking like a uh, weird, you know, not weird, but, uh, they're talking French.
1: Well, yeah. Like you can't understand people. Yeah. I know. That's the best part. I know. It you forces can... you to learn the language. To...
0: I was just saying pardon a lot. You know? <laughs> oh, God damn. I was just immature as fuck. That was good times. We, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> man, it was,
0: it was wild. <laughs> man, Lily, I appreciate you coming to the podcast. This has been fun. Oh, I thank you. Oh, yeah. You're going to uh, D.C. after this, you said?
1: Yeah. Hopefully hopefully you
0: stop through the Capitol. Stop through. Go up. Go up 85. You know, then you're going to hit Charlotte. Then take 40. Then take 40. Go through that Oak City. It'll be like out of my way. Yeah. It'll definitely be out of your way for sure.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to get to New York.
0: But not that far out of your way. To go to Raleigh, because 85, it's actually kind of all, it does, you actually do kind of have to go through the state to go 85, and then it like bends towards the East Coast.
1: You must so, really love North Carolina.
0: See, I just lived there for a long time, I do like North Carolina.
1: It seems like, <laughs> I'm telling you, but every city is the same. Yeah. I'm
0: telling you, Raleigh is a gem, okay? There's lots of oak trees, and uh, that's pretty much it.
1: Oh, okay. All my friends are there. <laughs> Maybe you need to take a visit there.
0: I was just there a couple weeks ago, so I'm good. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and I'm going back in May, so I'm like, I can't be. What am I? I can't be going back every.
1: Dang. Yeah. You should like venture out. Where's your next country?
0: Uh, where's my next country?
1: Sounds like you need to go to Ethiopia. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go to Africa at some point, but uh,
1: like what country?
0: Oh, man,
1: there's like I know one of my biggest pet peeves is when people were because, like, if you say you're gonna, like, I don't know, I guess people say they're gonna go to Europe, but I feel like a lot of times, too, like, if you're gonna go to like Canada and you're not from here, you're not gonna be like, I'm gonna go to North America, yeah, you know? I feel like I
0: do want to go out west more for sure, um, yeah. You know, see the Grand Canyon, and like I do, like, like, aren't Utah's fucking beautiful? I
1: mean, I like, it's I like, okay. a, I like
0: a good sight,
1: you know. So like Colorado or Montana.
0: Yeah, see now that, that sounds good. You
1: know, Just wide open spaces. Yeah, that sounds cool. Go to cool. North, go to Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Go to like Humboldt County.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to get some good ass weed too. Yeah, I, I and it's
1: gorgeous. You got beautiful beaches and beautiful redwoods.
0: That'd be cool. In terms of country, I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, where the fuck would I go? I don't know.
1: Did you think about
0: that? I shouldn't. I'm going to think about that. I'm going to think about that for the... I'm going to go somewhere. (laughs) Also, my passport's expired, so it's a little... uh, Yeah. Oh, everyone.
1: Everyone, go get a passport.
0: Go get a passport. you got to be able to get out if you got to get out, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: But... Lily, I appreciate you being on the podcast. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: It's you, try, you
0: trying to plug your IG or are we trying to keep it on the low? What do you think? I mean, I don't care. I'll plug it into the outro. We'll see <laughs> <that>.
1: <laughs> I'm new to it. Yeah.
0: Fuck yeah. No, i well, will plug it here. Lily Amore, L-I-L-Y-A-M-O-R-X-O-X-O. Give her a follow on fucking Instagram. If you don't, what do you do? What do you do? Give her a follow right now. You already got the follow. You got that
1: written down.
0: Yeah, right on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> actually, memorized it. Actually. It's crazy. Feels huh? so
1: special.
0: Yeah, I'm like typing it. I'm like, how am I? Ty-? Well, okay, now. <laughs> but no, this has been fun. I appreciate uh, appreciate you being on the podcast. Listeners, we will be back later. We'll uh, we'll see you later. All right, thanks. That was my interview with Lily and Moore. Yeah, shout out Lily. Thanks for coming on the podcast. That was fun. That was good. Listeners, that has been episode 36. She just plugged it. I will plug it again. You can follow her on Instagram at Lily Amore XOXO. I have links to her Instagram in the Libson page. Make sure you give her a follow. While you are there, we are also on Instagram and Twitter. Oh boy, at Full Service Pod. My personal Instagram and Twitter at Tank Funkadelic. Our email address for the pod. If you want to be on the podcast, if you want to hear anything talked about, if you want to share your experience, our email address, fullservicepod at gmail.com. If you enjoy the podcast, if you like what's happening, you're like Tank. Oh, <laughs> this is nice. I like it. Uh, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us on. That would be amazing. We're on YouTube as well. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. I recently got stickers for the podcast. I don't know if you've seen some uh, pictures that are circulating. Oh, everybody's got stickers. How do I get some stickers? Hit me up. DM me. I got you. Let me me know an address and I will send you a sticker. You know, hey, they're limited. They're special. (laughs) Well, no, thanks for being here. This has been episode 36. I have some links in the Libsyn page. I've had them there the past few weeks. If you're able to help, that'd be sweet. There is a link to a GoFundMe for the uh, employees at Goodnight's Comedy Club. There's also a GoFundMe link for sex workers in New York, as well as a link for sex workers in Philly. This is the uh, Philadelphia Sex Worker Fund. If you are in the Philadelphia area and you're a sex worker, if you go to the website, fill out a form. If you need aid, they have grants from $50 to $900 available. And if you want to donate, you can donate on that same site as well. It's it's super sweet. But uh no, I appreciate y'all being here. We'll uh <laughs> we'll be back next week. I got a new episode coming at you next Tuesday. It's gonna be a solo episode, I'm feeling. Uh it's it's it'll be like the day after Memorial Day. And uh if you have been uh rocking with us for a while, you know when I uh kinda got into this thing, it was like Memorial Day weekend of uh twenty eighteen. So I think that I'm gonna somebody's gonna be interviewing me, perhaps. I'm trying to talk about uh where we've been two years is a long time so uh yeah i'm i'm super excited but uh that's that's this coming tuesday then i got more interviews for you i got more interviews coming so i'm excited june uh june has this, like five tuesdays so we're coming hard in uh <laughs> coming hard in june but uh no thanks for being here i'm uh, <laughs> i'm tank smith we'll we'll be back oh boy later service.